Today is June 21st, Season 2, Episode 3 of Talk Story, live from the new and improved first shop. That's right. That's right. We moved. I am Brad Wills, and I've got some of my friends here with me tonight, as always. Yeah, they're Christian De La Iglesia. Some call me Tupac. It's cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, here, first surf shop. What do we got over here? Who's, who's to my left? Uh, I am uh, Tennis Sherry. It oh, Mon Sherry. Yes. My <laughs> first time on the Talk Story podcast. Oh, I love oh, when you do the, you're doing the voices already. I'm horrible at it. But yeah. It's like, that I was, don't even know. They all sound the same. You just like, murdered my like, name. That was, <laughs> right. that was like French, Lebanese, <laughs> Russian, I think. <laughs> None of which I am. I know, but it's, it's just wise. such a great combo. I can't wait to go to your food court. Kayla, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here's some hummus with some vodka. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy, you asshole. That's the French word. Yes. And on AV, and always there with a smile, Mr. Caleb. Caleb, wish you were keeping it all together. Can't believe we're doing it again. We're back. It's been a little while. Feel like uh, coming back to the roots. Well, we, we all last year that we did this, we really had a lot of fun with it. It was a lot of fun, and even uh, the stuff that we did this year in January and February, or January and March, I guess it was as it played out. That's right. The first one was fun. Yep. Uh, at the shop, and then we went up to Briny yeah. Breezes. You know, it's funny, you know, it's funny, the first that one that we did... Is that what that time's called? Uh-huh. Briny Breezes? Yep. Wow. Cool. I know. You know, it's funny. There should be a little, novel written around that. A little known fact that I didn't tell anybody, that when we were doing... That's why it's very little. <laughs> no. <laughs> was that uh, when we did that you first know. one this year, at the shop and stuff like that, there was this... Uh, it was almost like this inclination to want to tell you guys that I was going to have to move the shop or whatnot because I had known already. Uh-huh. I'd known that, and that this was going to be the last one we were going to do. You were holding it. back from the cast. I know. Oh, uh, I knew that. That I knew that that was going to be the last one that we were going to do at that star in that spot. And I was, and I, and up until that point, I was kind of wrestling with this, like, do I tell you guys so that you guys know and and make the show whatever it is because we knew that it was the last time we were going to be in that spot. Or do I just let it run, however, and just uh, uh, be able to appreciate it and enjoy it for what we do out of it, and, it, and just kind of keep it as is and stuff mm-hmm. like that? So I, I chose not to say anything because, and but it was it was weird because you going chose through, to lie, yeah, you chose to lie. To but it, it was funny. It was weird <laughs> because going through going through the whole show, there was it was just sitting in the back of my head constantly. Like I was, I was kind of recapping. I was taking it all in. Maybe I was really selfish with it. I, maybe I was really selfish with it because I was like taking it all in, being like, wow, this is the last time. We're we're gonna do this out of this shop, and because uh, I knew that we, I, I figured we were. I think well, we did have an impromptu uh, kind of recording of. Let's just. There's call some it, stories that are in some files somewhere that we gotta break might those out. Might come out at some point. <laughs> from Keep an the party? eye on the first from fiesta. The, from the, the podcast. The last, uh, that was a good party. God, that was such a good party. Was, uh, yeah, I got a story party. from Pony we Man. We need to get into that. Yeah. Oh, we forgot about that. All right, let's, let's go through our, our normal protocol, because I guess we need some structure. We do. Uh, <laughs> things I'm scared of. Weekly happenings <laughs> is... We did the introduction. We did yep. everyone. Yeah, we know, yeah, we know who. Right. Yeah, good. Atena. Yeah. We know doctor, who little, doctor so and mm. doctor. Uh, weekly happenings is our next segment. We've got a happening happening tonight. Yeah. We are doing this. Uh, oh, that one too. Yeah, well, we are doing this. I'm new at this. We've only done this like 45, 50 times. Right. And by the time this comes out, uh, mini bars thing would have already happened. Well, mini bar had their one year anniversary. Is having their one year anniversary Currently. tonight. It'll be over by the time this is out. But congrats. But it was fun. <laughs> I got to say, we had a great time. Like I was there. We had a great time. We saw all of you there, and it was great. High five. Can't wait till next time. Dude, you were crazy. Got oh, I can't of, believe you did that! I know, it got out of hand. <laughs> At the party that we haven't been to yet. <laughs> Place your name into said. I like having a mini bar in the neighborhood. It's it's a cool spot. They've uh, been very gracious as hosts. Yep. Uh, we've mm-hmm. done some events there. Most that little upstairs section is epic to watch surf videos at. Doing that comedy show with Turner. Uh, oh, like I'm so bummed ago. I missed that. That was quite that a was happening. Really fun. And uh, I brought my mom. 
Your she mom. was like Turner's hype man. Your really? mom and Turner. Yeah. Oh, Arsenio Hall. <laughs> My mom was like, just she's very vocal, so she was really hyping him up on every joke. She was <laughs> fact checking so everything funny. he said. It was, oh no, it, was, it was like borderline like heckling, and, and it was like it was like a loving heckling. It's very strange. So to, to the point of turning, it was like, okay, cool, yeah. And she's just Swedish, so she doesn't know <laughs> she's doing it. It's just like a cultural. Yeah, like, I don't think she she's realized she wasn't out. supposed to be doing it. it and like, <laughs> turn like gets on, it's like, how are you guys all doing? And she's like, um, we're doing pretty good tonight. I've had a slight problem with my left ankle recently. And everyone's like, what? You're not actually supposed to share. <laughs> she's like answering all his questions. <laughs> All the rhetoricals, your mom right. was like, uh, just pass me the microphone, I'd like to respond. That's good. I was an interview. <laughs> she was an interview, exactly. It actually turned out great. That was a really fun great night. Show, and yeah. I think that, you're right, that space is very conducive to yep. like parties of 25, 30 people. Or yeah. So. We're, we're Maybe more. Yeah, it's tight enough that it, you know, it feels full pretty quickly, uh, but it doesn't take much to fill really in. such a really nice space. It yeah. feels good up there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's right more. in the middle of a neighborhood. You know, it's not like where there's clubs and other restaurants and whatever across. It's attached to a great hotel and it's right in this like locals neighborhood and it's kind of like your little local bar, you mm -hmm. know, and it's, you know, it's a great place to kind of go have some drinks like and just chilling or if you want to put something together, it's, it's definitely good. De check them out. Mini bar up on 4th and Meridian. Yeah. June 4th uh, and 5th. Yep. Yeah, June 4th and 5th. If you want to do stuff, birthday parties, whatever, you know, mm -hmm. I'll make, I'll come as a clown. I'll make balloons. <laughs> Hire me. I'll make balloons. Uh, we'll barbecue for you. What are our weekly halves we got? Oh, we got Karen. Karen. Oh, she's gonna <laughs> I mean, hate me, but she's gonna hate me. Good fellas, good all day. My sister, um, Karen won. Local girl, Karen. Yeah, won Monte a, Agudo. Monte, Monte Agudo. I'm gonna ruin it. <laughs> oh, you're yeah. really why I, why I even went on the limb to go ahead and try to do it? I was just setting myself up. I'm sorry. Lashing names down. I'm sorry, Chris. Karen uh, entered a contest to surf. Uh, at First Point Malibu during the Relic, Relic Longboard Contest oh, tomorrow, yeah. Saturday, what is that, the 22nd? And so she's going to be able to go out there and I guess surf like a... I think Mock calling, contest kind of thing? Yeah, or? like an expression session. And they Dude, just who like cares? It's you and two other people surfing or the maybe boo. three. Wow. Whatever it is, it's pretty wow. awesome. And so she was looking for a board out there. That's why she said, putting it all together, Karen, sorry. <laughs> I got a text. Help her. I saw that um, Awaco is having, no, 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 not Awaco. Uh, Firewire was having like an event at Malibu Surfrider. Uh, and I think they're doing free demos tomorrow. There you go, like, Karen. That's convenient. So you get to get a free board mm. and go surf Malibu. So she won the contest. She got into the contest, and don't fuck up. <laughs> Do us proud. I mean, just have a good time. I mean, no, I know. Catch yeah. waves, dude. Catch it's, waves. It's have be, fun. That's who wins. So awesome. That's who wins. And it couldn't happen to a nicer person. No, like, I'm so stoked. She's for like her. such a great person yeah. to have that happen. It was cool when like Florida surfers go get into contests other places and stuff because you feel like just, you get to rep they represent. Oh, speaking of other local Florida yeah. girl, Zoe Larson, uh, Mia, Mia, Mia Larson, Mia Larson Mia was in the nine foot, uh, nine foot single. single. Yeah. So representing, yeah, representing. She's been representing she a couple of the contests. A little clip mm -hmm. in their like recap video on Instagram. I was like, oh, I know that girl. That's so sick. Yeah, mm -hmm. local girl Mia Larson coming into her senior year of high school. Really? Uh -huh. She that young? Yeah. Wow. Yep. For her. Yep, and she shreds. She's got great style. Mm -hmm. And uh, just overall, like surfing as well as just overall style. She's just, you know, just a, a good throwback to like that young punk scene where it's just like I don't even know what scene that is. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's, it's a, a hybrid. Cool it's a hybrid, right? It's got like this like punk. At the same time, it's a, it's a it's a little hippie esque. You know, it's it's uh, it's grainy. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just grainy. It just it, it reminds me of like Milwaukee's Beast. As a, if I were gonna describe it, if I was gonna describe it as a beer, it would be the Milwaukee's Beast. <laughs> Mia Larson, you're the Milwaukee's Beast. Wow. Okay. But there you know, go. no. But uh, her and her sister and the whole the whole Larson clan are pretty epic. So, 
it's pretty cool to watch some of our own kind of be highlighted in a big contest like that somewhere in Bali as well. Yeah, and like people who like learn on little Florida waves and then go off and surf these epic vlog sessions and these huge. Yeah, little guy named Kelly Slater. He's done that. Yeah, that's sick. No, but this is really. Yeah. You no, no, that is full homegrown for sure. Which is kind of cool to see. Absolutely. What else we got going on? Uh, well, there's no waves. That's not going on. Uh, sure. <laughs> Sorry, more I local, local <laughs> Caleb came in with some interesting and good news. Um, this is your report and forecast too. This is we don't have waves, but we got fresh pavement on Meridian from fifth to what, like eighth or something. Yeah. yeah. So we got three. If or there four was blocks. like three percent grade, it would be almost waves, but it's really flat. Really flat asphalt, but brand new, really, board. Really flat. we like that. That sounds pretty. It's fun. super fun. It's really. But fun. Meridian's really busy. Don't get hit by a car. Right. But the. Or else, or else it would be your ass's fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> yeah. uh, and other news, there is. This is uh, one that Chris and I like a humble brag here. Not so much humble. Um, Chris won an award uh, at Surf Rider Foundation. I did. You did? Yeah. And no they're having a annual summit in California in UC, at UC Irvine. Mm-hmm. In and August. he has been invited to accept his award. I've been invited to speak. speak. Oh, that's where you're talking about? Yeah. Wow, it's the same thing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. And so this is kind of exciting. Yeah. You'll have um, to record a show out there. Gets paid to fly out there? Doesn't. Uh, <laughs> paying, but that's fine. Paying to fly out right. there. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm just kidding. No, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to work on making it happen to get out there as well. Um, but it's super cool. I think, I think it would be very cool if you could come out yeah. and accept the award. Yeah. Um, personally. Right. Because I mean, you you earned it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and it's weird because I don't feel like I earned it. It's like just. You know, and it's a, a lot of it is just, just my way. It's about, about my, my commitment shop. to my local community and the fact that I, you know, I go out there and I try to do things for my local chapter and just the community in general from helping coordinating or donating or whether it's time or, you know, stuff. And uh, you know, I try to stay active. I think all of us in one way could do something. We don't have to do the same thing, but as long as we're doing something to help, you know, we're kind of moving that needle a little forward. So, mm-hmm. uh, it's something I've, I've, I think I've always done since a kid. Maybe it's because I was a Boy Scout as a kid, and it's kind of one of those things where you know you just try to always be a good person. You try to do well. Yeah, I don't know if that's about being a Boy Scout always, but like you know, just be a good person, just do stuff, you know. And um, and I, I'm blessed and humbled to be or you know recognized for it. It was really nice. And really um, yeah, I'll, I'll start to hopefully get out there, and you know maybe we can have our own contest at the booth. <laughs> <laughs> have you looked at the uh i actually i got the like a uh, packet from them uh-huh it was the first time in my life that i've ever been like sent a packet that there was a line they're like will you be staying uh on premises yes or no i'm like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. will you be needing meals yes or no which uh, will you be going to this yes or no will you need surfboard rental yes or no and i was Pardon? Surfboard rental was included. Like breezing through this little like multiple choice questionnaire, and I was like, "Yes, I feel like I've made it somehow. Something." <laughs> You've got surfboards on your rider. Now. <laughs> I was like, "This is pretty epic." And so, can I room only, charge that? Only, yeah, <laughs> only Surfboarder Foundation would put together an event that I guess has that as the questions, <laughs> the most important questions for the event. I'm really proud of our local chapter. It's, oh. come, it's come a long way since I first really getting uh, got a little bit more hardcore involved in the early 2000s. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's been challenging locally. You'd think that a lot of the surfers that have grown up here would have been a, a big part of the movement that is Surfrider and whatever it is to kind of help it, as I, felt, I feel like it's in other places, especially California. And it's yeah. not like that, no, and it's, and it's uh, you know it's, it's partially sad that the people that come enjoy the beach the most and might have been enjoying the beach the most growing up um, aren't doing anything mm. to help. And again, you don't have to be out there. Whoa, in the day. Uh, that's kind of a damning sort of statement. I don't know if they're not doing anything. They're just not uh, doing it in the way of Surfrider Foundation. Sure, fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. It's not that you're not doing anything. You're absolutely right. I stand corrected. But m- more so that. 
you know, when it comes to things that they're doing, a support, like You'd whether think they'd gravitate more towards it. Right. I was surprised by that part. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, again, you don't have to be out there picking trash in the dunes, you know, donate some money, 10 bucks, 25 bucks, uh, spread the word for events that they got going on, you know, just. Just little things that everyone can kind of do. It's fun. We did the paddle out the other week. They did paddle out a couple weeks ago. Yep. Oh, for his for a transfer surf day. Mm. Yeah, we had a little. The one before that. The mm. cleanup one. Was that yeah. the. Uh, the Jillian's killing one? Killing yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, hands across the sand. Yeah. That's, that was really big here um, mm. when we had that BP oil spill in 2000. Yeah, we went from the jetty and we got it all the way up to 8th Street. Wow. Which is eight blocks of people holding hands. Mm. You know, so it was almost a mile's worth because about 10 blocks here is no, about a... More than a mile from 4th to the jetties. Oh, no, no, you're right. 4th to the jetties half. Yeah, every 10 blocks here is roughly about close to about a mile, mm. a mile or so. So, yeah, almost a mile's worth of people holding hands. That's pretty epic. Yeah, uh, this one, I think we only got up to about 5th Street. Mm. From the, uh, we didn't even get down to the jetty. No, so we probably had I about... did like this one, though, because there are so many different organizations that were involved. Right. Um, like Oceano was involved, yep. and Surfrider, and then all the. I mean, we had. Um, we had a uh, uh, representative Shalala came. Right, representative um, Greco. Mm -hmm. uh, we had um, our commissioner Gongora. Mm -hmm. That was here. Uh, who else? So it's it's cool to see. Uh, I think uh, commissioner. Oh no, ex commissioner living now. Uh, yes, who is now uh, the chamber of commerce guy. Mm -hmm. It's good uh, to see just like. An event like that continues to go on and then also have more and more people kind of like join the cause. Right. Over, because it's been, gosh. Almost but being a barrier island and surrounded by water and all these things kind of affect us, you'd, you'd think there'd be a lot more people, especially because I see in all these Facebook groups, all these keyboard activists that are just like, bah, bah, bah. you're just like, well, I didn't see you and I didn't see you there and I didn't see you there. And again, like, well, we all can help differently. But, you know, it'd be nice to be able to see uh, a lot more physical presence of the people that are sitting behind keyboards and pointing out what's wrong. Be like, well, why don't you do something that's right? <laughs> yeah. Again, not trying to sound like Mr. Negative. Well, I'm just saying. At the I want more people to come out. I want people to do things. I'll tell you that I was looking through the program, and there are some really cool speakers, some really cool programming um, on how to get the message across, how do you live your life in a more like economic uh, eco-friendly thank you sustainable manner and all that kind of stuff so it's actually looking like a really cool uh, event yeah what is it what is this coming up the, the one, uh, that is, yeah, it's in um uc irvine oh the conference that you guys or the surfrider Surf foundation yeah. annual summit mm, very cool yeah pretty interesting yeah i'm gonna try to make that one i got very nervous as soon as I saw the other speakers. I was like, oh gosh, really? What are they asking you to speak on? Um, it's a panel that's on, I guess, like social media and community building. It's kind of roughly, um, I guess, described at this point. Right. But um, it's the person that I'm on the panel with, along with Mary Lou. I was going to say, I think Mary Lou's on there also. And uh, I think she's moderating. And someone from the WSL who's in charge of like their communities and someone from Surfrider Foundation oh, wow. and me. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh my gosh. wow, this is kind of, <laughs> no, it's, those people are in charge of a lot of community. Yeah. And um, I mean, I definitely have like my battle scars from trying to do stuff like this and I have some things to, to share. Um, but it's definitely very humbling to be and like Guy Kawasaki is like one of the keynote um, speakers. And <laughs> I'm like, oh gosh, no pressure. They just got to like just don't screw it up, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> the CEO of Surfrider and uh, president or whatever. Oh gosh, it's kind of intense. Like, but, where's uh, the bar? Where's the bar? Where's the no shots before this? God, I, yeah, why do we do this actually, at 10 a.m. Yeah. and 10 p.m.? <laughs> it's actually funny. We're talking about this. This isn't like surfing related, but I'm giving a lecture next week at the oh, yeah. National Poetry Foundation. Cool. And they like invited me to give it. And I'm like so nervous <laughs> because I feel like, what do I have to tell anybody about anything? Right. Is that natural? I mean, do you feel That's that way exactly too? I feel the way so I feel about it. it. And I'm trying really hard right. to... I guess like reflect on that exact point. Yeah. What do I have to and 
I've done um, you know some speaking engagements here and there for work um, for my you know life outside of surfing I guess you call it and I get good feedback mostly when I'm just authentic and yeah if you kind of like put your guard down and show people like all the screw-ups you make mm-hmm. they're like oh you gotta humanize it. I screwed up that, and then I'll have some sort of story like what happened to me. And sometimes, like I like recover miraculously mm-hmm. out of I don't know some intelligence or experience or damn just luck. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you just crash and burn. burn. Sure. <laughs> you learn <laughs> something really from something yeah. out of it, right? And I, I, that's I think that's like the biggest part of um, speaking that I'll probably try to dwell on is. Well, I feel either situation. But you don't want to stand up there and be the person that's like, I know how to do everything right. right. Like, you want to be honest. I'm an influencer. Yeah. Oh, my God. Shoot me. (laughs) Seriously. It happened to us, though, and when people, like, recognize us for it, we were like, but I think think they (laughs) recognize us because we humanize things. We keep it real. We're not, like, coming from a position of influence or, like, super knowledge. Like, we're telling you how it's supposed to be done. It's like, yeah, we're just average Joes kind of just talking story. And uh, people have commented that they feel like they that they're sitting right there with us and they're commenting as well. And that for me is a testament of like, we're keeping it just real. We're just keeping it real. That's the part I agree with. I do think that you do have a lot of education and just like experience and something that other people just don't. Right. And they aspire to that. And because you are in the position that you are in, I mean, you, you run and own a surf shop and you right. have for a decade or more right. in this shop. Right. Prior to that, you've been surfing like your whole life. Right. And so for someone coming into it that's like brand new, they're like, you yeah. know which way the fins go in the right. board. Right. <laughs> like, right. I don't know that. Right. You know? And I guess maybe I approach it from more of a position of like just sharing that kind of stuff of just like, oh yeah, it's like, hey, just embracing. You know, versus maybe some others might be like, oh, there's a way to monetize this, or oh, there's a way to go ahead and 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 and, and put myself higher in that pecking order, and that's something I, I usually run away from. I'm just like, I don't want to. There is know. something very interesting that it just dwelled on me, uh, or occurred to me rather, is that in my life, I think I, I come across people sometimes that do something rather extraordinary for me, and I'll say something like, thank you, <laughs> and they will say, of course. Mm. And I hate it. I hate when people respond, of, of course. Because I'm like, mm, you don't understand. When I say thank you the way I just said thank you, like I'm recognizing a special behavior, trait, mm. gift, whatever that you just performed or, or what, whatever. And they, and they minimize it by just saying of course. Yeah. Because They're like, oh, I do that all the time. Because like just in the way that you just were saying, it's like, of course you share your knowledge and experience of surfing with people. Like, who wouldn't do that? A fact of the matter is, most people aren't like that. Right. And so mm-hmm. it's um, like I just try to like show like that extra bit of gratitude where I just don't think it's a, like a matter of happening. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's, it's not. Like you can go out of your way, and you do regularly. You th- out of your way is your way. Right. And oh so- yeah, totally. Like I mean, I started serving a lot on South Beach, like maybe a year and a half, two years ago. Like a lot. And Chris was, like, a huge reason why I was, like, coming back to the shop and just, like, hanging out and, like, meeting everybody. And, like, now I live here. And he just goes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and it's like, well, and it's like, of well, course for you. Like, should I, should I <laughs> be yeah. an influencer now? I it's, mean, should I go ahead and yeah, get 1.2 million followers? Yeah, it's because that's less personal. Because yeah, what I you're just, doing is actually harder than being, like, an online influencer. Again, like, yeah. You're and this is, this is a way of doing that same, like, it's not bad to be an influencer. Right. I it's, just, it's, in the parlance of our times. Right. <laughs> right. I, I, think be, I think because things have become so targeted in how uh, advertising, marketing, and everything goes on that it's like everyone's hip to the game of like, oh, you're an influencer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you my know? It's so, like, it's so weird. And it's just, like, A, I would never call myself that. So this is in, like. And, and B, like, it's just, like, again, I, and I, maybe there's that part of me that uh, goes back to this like 
yeah, let's not make it a big deal. Like, whatever. We're all in this together. Let's, yeah, you know, it is. I'll mm-hmm. share this info and you share some info. And if you don't, that's cool, too. So, <laughs> you know, weekly, whatever. weekly happenings, Chris becomes an influencer. <laughs> <laughs> Way to tie that back down because I was looking for an outro into the next segment. She's <laughs> good on the segue. <laughs> good on the segue. We need a segue there. Uh, report forecast. I'm a little rusty on my uh, Report is it's flat. The forecast is it's going to be flat. It's as flat as the new meridian. <laughs> it is as flat as the new meridian. Actually, we had a little bump in the last week. Ooh, yeah, Sunday. Oh, it was Sunday. Super fun. It was, it was epic. offshore Sunday, and then lightning. Yeah, it was like gloomy and weirdly apocalyptic. down rain. Some of my favorite time to surf. And glassy cat yeah weird yeah, green light very and like strange rain. light yeah lighting was really weird mm-hmm. teal yeah. and then um teal yeah like when the light is like teal you never seen that like during a rainstorm and it's kind of like greenish blue right. like got that weird overcast right. like yeah and then it starts raining and it's very like and everything blends You're just yeah like, when becomes, you can't see yeah. the end of the ocean in the beginning of the sky right. no mm-hmm. sky yeah i feel like there's a song or a poem that can be written off of that oh. especially when <laughs> it starts raining <laughs> and it splashes back out the other way we turn this you into like lose all perception word <laughs> okay explain this to me or maybe at another time but Riddle when it started Batman. raining <laughs> yes. i was paddling for stuff that wasn't a wave it threw off the calibration of my like ray wave reading machine the rain falling on the surf, like yeah. the extra texture or whatever, yeah. threw everything off. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, like your I distance. Like, and then I would get recalibrated. Or a I can catch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like there was there was waves, but then there was sets that were a little bigger, and I was yeah. sitting a little further out, whatever, waiting for those. And then the rain would start, and I'd be like, "Oh, it's a wave," and it never was. Once Very strange. Super weird. It doesn't even have to be raining necessarily. I just think it's like when you lose. When the light gets funny, it does that too. Yeah, yeah. you get like super flat light. You lose your it like throws spatial off your judgment. calibration. Yeah. What's that called in flying? Um, oh my gosh, you were following. Oh my gosh, I never thought about that. Like in something so inconsequential as surfing, you're like, oh, I just paddled for a wave. That sucked. It wasn't because my depth perception was messed up. Mm-hmm. But what if you're flying a plane and the depth perception is weird because there's weird light? But it actually becomes like a real problem in life. You get autopilot. (laughs) They give you instruments. That's what those are for. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, it's called. Gosh, the heck is that name for it? Samsonite. That's a I think I just derailed this really hard. What were you trying to talk about? It's been flat. Finishing up the fast surf reports. It's been flat. Take a trip. But we had one epic day on Sunday. That'll come up later. Take a trip. Oh, this is that's it. Show's over, <laughs> Brad's. I'm on a, on a it's roll. It's all right. You can think about it for a little while. We'll edit the silence out. It'll be perfect. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what is interesting that our local legend Davo Bagley had oh, mentioned yeah. was that while the shop was closed, there was no waves. That's true. Oh yeah. And for then the we kind of opened of up, and then all of a sudden there was a little wave. Like, yeah. we mm-hmm. got the keys, and it was just around Memorial Day weekend, and we mm-hmm. had a little wave during uh-huh. Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. And then we finally kind of opened this last week and stuff like that. There was a little wave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. kind of like, so the, the ocean was sad that we were gone. Yeah, so it's been super flat. South Beach surf locals, you're welcome. We brought the waves I'm back. honestly <laughs> kind of glad, because I remember <laughs> after you closed uh, the shop location, and I was like, Wow, <coughs> I wonder how long first is going to be closed for? Because like I don't think I have enough wax. <laughs> I was like, where like am I going to get my real, wax? Those real life things happen. Like, oh, she means I have to go up to North Miami to Island Water School to get wax. Like, kind of glad. I'll that never go up. What am I? Oh my god, crisis. Yeah. <laughs> it's like finding things stored in drawers. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's it was an interesting forty-five days of being closed. Forty-five days it was. Yeah, wow. closing the shop from the moment that we closed the shop till we uh, till we reopened, um, you know, and we we probably didn't get the key. Uh, no, we not probably we didn't get the keys until the end of May, so really kind of put this little shop together in about ten days to two weeks almost, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of hustling and. And it's been a mission. There's been a lot of like trusting, uh, trusting the process kind of moments, which I was like, fuck that process. <laughs> I can't trust shit. I'm scared. Um, you know, it was it, it was nerve wracking. You know, we went from 1,500 square feet to just mm-hmm. under 400 square feet. Uh, we went from like being somewhat uh, 
freeing of you know having space out front and whatnot to being attached to a, a great hotel mm -hmm. here at the Stanton Marriott on Second and Ocean. Um, so we're we're stoked that we were able to kind of still stay in the neighborhood, mm -hmm. still be on the main break, still be on the ocean because mm -hmm. there's not that many places we can do what we can do. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, in a sense, like going this small has actually been a blessing. You know, to be able to kind of you were saying earlier, you everything is within reach from behind right. the counter. It's true. It's like it's, being it's on a great. boat. <laughs> you know, and my favorite thing is not having a bathroom to clean. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but no, it's it, it been a challenge. And, and to tell you the truth, like up until I got the keys, I really wasn't sure if I was going to be able to reopen, you know, because yeah. I had only budgeted some and saved some money for X amount of time after mm -hmm. we closed. And I went through a past that threshold and all of a sudden I was like two weeks after that threshold and I was like it was cutting into you know being able to buy product to be able to reopen yeah and uh, and I was I was you know I had a lot of sleepless nights and there was a there was a point where I was like okay I'm probably not gonna do this I'm gonna just do something else maybe maybe what it was was that the shop was supposed to close and it was supposed to have that great party and it was supposed to just be that moment in that time and um, and then I, I had Chinese food and, and then I, there was a, a fortune cookie that kind of came out and, uh, and the fortune was, uh, it was something along the lines of like, uh, you know, not to shy away from uh, tough moments because, you know, the, re the relish in the victory feels so good or something mm -hmm. along those lines. And I was like, all right, whatever. And then the next morning, you know, after not sleeping more than maybe four hours or so, um, you know, I kind of just set things in motion. I just got into like just this robot, like, okay, I got to go to the city. Let me see what the what it's going to take for my license to get switched over. Okay, this, this, and it was just one of those days where everything just started to fall in place. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, you're like, all right, well, I, I guess I kind of set this intention in motion, and um, and then all, before you know it, it was like, okay, well, we're doing this. And then the build out started happening, and the, I mean, the build out really only cost me maybe like four or five hundred bucks because mm. we had a lot of stuff already product wise and material wood that we pulled off the old shop and yeah. it was just really paint get some paint some more screws and mm -hmm. and, uh, and some more beers i was and gonna say before i like you were like oh it was sad last talk story at the old shop but like i was like well we're sitting here around the same counter Mm -hmm. and on the same stools, yeah, yeah. you know, My like with the same, like, you know, shelves for fins right. like behind the counter and like the same board right. displays. So it was really, it was feels, really important to try to make, homey make it feel homey, to mm -hmm. kind of still have some sort of familiarity. more homey. Same right. hey, It's cozier. It's like, ooh, I like right. it in here. Right. Yeah. So, you know, we're stoked to be here. Um, you know, we, uh, we've got great partners in the Marriott, as well as our other affiliates here, the Lolo Surf Cantina, um, and Azabu uh, Japanese Restaurant. And we have a pool deck here that we can throw events. Mm, love that. That pool you deck. can overlook the ocean. You know, you can look at the break while you're having a margarita. And, uh, but at the end, also, it's one of the only pool decks on Miami Beach that you can do that. That's true. So yeah. I'm looking forward to more events that we can do out of here. We, uh, we did something for International Surf Day that was kind of put together last minute. We had like 30, 40 people kind of sh mm. cruise by, so it actually was really nice. Well, spatial disorientation. But what else is it known as? Vertigo? Vertigo! Thank Vertigo. you! <laughs> oh. Is that what you get, you think, yeah. when you have... Yeah, because you can't see the horizon line. Oh. That's why. So it's depth perception. Right. Yeah, kind and of, but it's, it's different. A, also, it's an inner little. ear... It's uh, a balanced thing. It's an absence of sensory. No, but it didn't screw up my surfing. I just couldn't see which way it's triggering the waves. <laughs> so it wasn't balanced. That's what I say too when it's I have a bat there. <laughs> it's a difficult. My surfing was still good. I just, right. you know, it was the wave man. It's my, it's my vertical. <laughs> the surfing's so fine. The it's same just the spot waves are way out good. in front of the pocket as normal. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so being that it's new summer. New, new, yeah, new shop. New yeah. shop. It's new great. shop. Who this? He segued into that <laughs> with no problem while you were looking that up. Yeah, got yeah. that. No, I was actually more a tenor that did it. I was listening. Um, <laughs> so naturally, we're in the summer. We're in new Segway shop. Queen. And here we go into the next one. Bring it in, Chris. Well, you know, it's uh, it's 
what most people go to surf shops for to buy things for their next trip. You know, to go somewhere. That's what you do ah, here. Uh, it's what you do here. It's what you do here when you're coming Wax, into the summer. Leashes. Maybe board if you you're lucky. I've had people buy wax weeks in advance to their trip, <laughs> and it's almost as if that's like your down payment on the emotional uh, value that comes into going on yeah, a trip. Yeah, they're like ready. For right, it. like all of a sudden you get that wax, it, like, it makes wax. it more real. Now I'm going. Right, it makes it more real. My like, house I got smells the wax. like wax, right. I know I'm right. going. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're kind of like, you wax your board up, right? You got that perfect thing of wax, mm. and then all of a sudden you're like, it's gonna melt in that plane. <laughs> you also come by, like, let Chris know that you're going on a trip. You're like, yep, I'm gonna need uh, 12 bars of tropical wax. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's gonna be hot. What do you need 12 bars of tropical wax for? <laughs> Going on a trip? And the guy's like, I was hoping you would ask. <laughs> <laughs> no, we yeah, just, man, go to Indonesia. <laughs> going to like, oh, man, here comes like a 45-minute story about where this guy's going. Yeah, I, I actually so had it and then a couple days later, ago, a family that came in that was back. from Jacksonville that, uh, that they were flying out to Nicaragua for a month, a whole mm -hmm. family. Uh, mother, father, I think maybe two or three kids, and he had that. It was like 12, 14 bars of wax. I was like, where are we going? Where are we okay. going? And I, and I was like, oh, Nicaragua. I'm like, it's a lot of wax, thinking it was just maybe a short trip. And he was like, oh, no, we're going a month, and they're actually doing some missionary work out there as well, which is really cool. Cool. And, uh, but it is always, uh, you know, opener to a great conversation. Okay, good, though, because my worst, my least favorite thing is when someone's like, yeah, I'm going to, like, Bali for this whatever, and you're like, oh, you surf? And you're like, nah, I don't, and you're like, hmm. Why are you going to Bali? No, it's just like the worst when people go places that are great surf destinations for another reason, and they like aren't gonna surf while they're there. And you're just like, oh man, I wish. Brief me on your speech <laughs> because I will give it for you. Right, right. It's one of those things where people are like, you going to South Beach to surf? I thought you'd be going there to clubs. Yeah. <laughs> Doing it wrong, yeah. the other direction, <laughs> the reverse commute. But you know, so I mean, what's on our topic here? So what to what consider you, for your Central American surf trip? So, do you consider where you go as part of that? What do you consider? Like, the, like what country you're going to go to? Well, yeah, yeah. I think the it was a hot spot right this, now. This this stemmed from um, I went to El Salvador in April. Caleb was there. Which was what threw off our whole talk story schedule. We were supposed to do a show when we were down there. We That's didn't true. do it. It threw everything off. It Sorry, did. we're back now. Um, and it was different than other places, that, like um, kind of like remarkably different than a lot of places I've been to in Central America. And so I was like, oh, this is different. Also, Why is like this so different? Also, a lot of, a lot well, of what's other- a, What's a plane flight? <laughs> Two hours. And then how long does it take to get to the uh, coast? 45 minutes. minutes. Nice. Yeah. Also, a lot of other surfers from South Beach or this area have been to El Sal since you guys went, too. And before. And before. Yeah. Um, is El Sal trending? I, as far as surf travel from here in South Florida kind of thing? I, feel I, like think, I think all on. these places kind of go through their ups and downs. And these are the kind of things that you need to consider. Costa Rica, everybody knows. Go serving in Costa Rica. Go visit Costa Rica. Right. Ecotourism, whatever, whatever. Nika's on on that same program too. What did you say? Except for the strife they've been having. Right, but most but most of these places that have surf camps or surf uh, hostels or properties oh, yeah, that they like gear retreats. towards surfing have that kind of figured out in the way of drivers and how they get you in, how they get you sort out. Of, but I mean, I mean, there's still a risk. I mean. El Salvador is still on like the do not travel list by yeah. the CIA. <laughs> there mm -hmm. is that. And like, you should not be going here. This is not a safe place for Americans to travel to. Um, it's like right did you, behind. Did you feel that way when you went there? No. Um, and, and it's partially due to the fact that I have traveled and I know that there are certain things you should and shouldn't do when you go to places that are like that. It's like, you don't want to go on your own and travel around in a place yeah. that's known for like robbing gringos violently. Right. It's like doesn't well, make you want to spend money, does it? It's like, well, that's a dumb idea. You, I mean, you shouldn't do that. Um, and there's ways to prevent it. It's just like go with a established local operator that is safe, and like you can do your research and figure out who those people are. And um, and if you travel with them, you're probably completely fine 
um, which is why I felt really safe going to El Salvador's because we stayed at Hotel Mishanti, which is owned by a guy that's from El Salvador. He's also like educated in the States and like went back to his home country and lives there and runs this hotel. And he's doing seemingly what I would say are like all the right things. Right. And there's not a moment that I felt unsafe really um, that, that entire trip. Um, and that's because we got picked up at the hotel um, at the airport by the hotel with a guy that was holding the sign that had our names on it and mm-hmm. the name of the hotel and he knew where what flights we were taking already and I don't know that like I would go to El Salvador and just like jump in a rental car and be like no let me figure this out let's ride <laughs> I'll ask why, directions why, on why the way why does my rental car have bullet holes in it so. <laughs> um, oh it must be a sticker I mean, like, so funny. <laughs> the El Salvadorians were like super, super nice people as far as like I met and interacted with folks, and we did um, deal with like a bunch of different folks throughout the community and kind of like not stay at the hotel, say, the whole time, you know? Um, but it's still a factor. And when you are thinking about taking like a trip, I don't know that I would want to take a baby there, you know? It's like, right. Because yeah. I don't know what medical facilities are going to be like, right. and if the baby gets sick and whatever, whatever, like maybe that's not the best option. Maybe Costa Rica is a much better option for something like that. Right. Nicaragua, um, you know, is like the same sort of situation as maybe like in El Salvador, where mm, yeah, you're fine if you go with the right people and you do the right things, but if you do the wrong things, like maybe not so fine you do find yourself in trouble and that's what it really is in like all these places is like if you do find yourself in trouble how bad is the trouble going to be um because everything is always fine not like a surf trip or a vacation until it isn't and that's like where it gets scary personally for me like when i plan out my trips i'm like i want to know like if the shit hits the fan like what's the worst case scenario and how are we going to deal with that if like I am watching like Caleb's leg like drag behind his body as he's like limping off the beach. Like, no. oh geez, like his leg is like not attached to his body anymore. Like, <laughs> what do we do now? And like, I hope that my friends would also like be thinking sort of like in these similar terms. Like, okay, all right, we need to like call the U.S. Embassy right away. Right. We need to. Like, well, I think you should probably get a tourniquet around the leg first. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's more like like a displaced hip or something got it but you know so um, so this is obviously one of the first things one should consider when they're going down to central america well, so what country safety. what country am i going to according yeah. to how it uh, applies to me am i traveling with family am i going solo am i going with friends or am i going with friends that are all gringos am i going do i throw in a spanish person in there to kind of help yeah. help out the process a little bit well it's not just like because you can speak Spanish and look whiter than I do and still wind up in a crap situation in those countries. It just... Or it'd be completely opposite, look Spanish and talk whiter. Than <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which it goes nice. all different kinds of directions, but it's just, I think, about knowing who you're traveling with is really important and, like, what their aptitude for handling situations could be. Because it's not like the state. You can't just, like, pick up the phone and dial 911. Yep. No one's coming. Yeah, because I don't think that number works down there. Uh, in some places it does. Oh, does it? I was going to say, I thought it was a couple more digits. Yeah. Um, so safety is one thing that you should consider. Like, what, what risk you're trying to take yeah, if yeah. you're... That wasn't really... Or, like, to willing to take. That's not right. the main thing. But There's it, also other things about yeah, yeah, yeah. taking so that's a really trip, what, right? Like, the whole idea of this, I guess, topic was not to, like, dwell on that part. But right. it is super important. But look into it. If going. Yeah, and I think, like, <laughs> um, surf travel has changed a lot in the last, let's say, like, 20 years or so. Um, because it's become a lot more common for people to go abroad to go surfing. Yeah. And so everyone like went to Costa Rica and they're like, yeah, everyone speaks Spanish and we like drink cerveza and go surf olas and like, yeah, great. Mm. And then like, let's go to Panama and they're like, oh, it's like kind of the same thing. And then like, let's go to Nicaragua. Like, oh wait, they just had like well, I think a ba- I think <laughs> yeah. a big government overthrown like and then or El Salvador they're coming off like a really gnarly civil war and like yeah, you can't, like, definitely can't be just like an ignorant surfer right. that you're just like oh, I'm gonna go to this beach town. It's like you should. I think a huge know factor also on. is that a lot of these countries and even townships, not all of them, but most of them, have kind of recognized 
recognize the tourist value in it, yeah. that they're also more so recognizing the return value mm. of tourism. Because for a lot of times, even for Costa Rica back in the 90s, it was like, they didn't care if they robbed gringos or tourists and stuff like that because another one would come in. And so they were just playing the volume numbers, not taking into consideration that that person that you got that got robbed or whatever would have an unfavorable look and might tell somebody else or this or that. And, you know, and that there is that importance of making someone stoked on their trip so that they do come yeah. back, so they do promote it, so they do that, you and know? And then also in that point, too, like, I think if you travel anywhere as a surfer, you should also, like, think about where you stay and, like, whether it's, like, locally owned, like, at Michanti and El Sal, it's, like, owned by an El Salvadorian. Like, there's a lot of places that are owned by foreign people and, like, the money's not going back into the community. So, like, thinking about where you're staying and more where your money's going, yeah. like, as a tourist, because, like, even if you're a surfer, you're still a tourist, like, going there for recreation, so. Yeah, no, that's definitely, I think that's, like, how you become, like, a good traveler is to try mm -hmm. to not just, like, be a parasite on all the places that you visit mm -hmm. and right. just, like, suck all the good you can out of it. I got great waves. I dropped in on everybody. I, yeah. like, hooked <laughs> up with 15 chicks that didn't even speak English, and then you're, like, congratulations. You're just, like, a jerk. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what to say about that, but like that's not something necessarily to brag about. Um, but there's other things that go into going on a surf trip too. Is like, what is your skill level in surfing? What are the right. waves likely to be like while you're there? Um, how far are you willing to travel? What are you expecting to do like on your trip? Um, and these are all like really important factors that can make or break, like, if you're gonna travel like with a significant other or something. Like, what are they? Want, what are they gonna do while I'm surfing? Yeah, or what are you gonna do while they're surfing? Right. <laughs> you know, like, right. or <laughs> you know, if it's like a ten-hour drive and like they live for that ten-hour drive because they thought that was like the coolest part of the whole trip, and then you're just gonna sit around and just like surf the same beach every day. No, I get like, it. I mean, that that's kind of what Costa Rica's always been kind of my go-to with the family, because right? I well, enjoy, yeah, I enjoy my lot. surf Why? trips because it's easy with the fam. You know, it it's got all it? it's got all the first world amenities in the sense of, you know, Wi-Fi works really well. Uh, places that you stay at, you can stay at somewhere on the beach that has a uh, nice house with a pool. If you want to go and splurge a little bit, you can go ahead and get a local chef to come in and kind of make some lunches and dinners and kind of add to it. And it's not that expensive. And it's one of those things where, as you know, uh, as a as a dad and husband you kind of just you go out there and you get to you know I don't need to surf the 10 12 hours a day that I you know I would do with with the boys and stuff like that and it's you know, I get my the boys the hours. boys can't surf 10 12 hours anymore anyway I know <laughs> Believe we, we try <laughs> <laughs> we give it the old college try that's for sure we can sleep 10 12 hours yeah. especially that like siesta in the middle of the afternoon yeah. in the hammock yeah, yeah yeah we got 10 12 hours of so, sleeping so in. it's it's nice because you wake up you go surf for a couple hours first light and you know everyone's still sleeping and then by the time you come back you have a little breakfast kind of hang loose, maybe jump in the pool a little bit and get the, oh, look, if the winds aren't on it, yeah, get out maybe another oh, hour session. Sesh. Yeah, a little second early morning sesh and, you know, everyone come, at that point people are awake and maybe the fam comes down to the beach and they kind of pull shells because the morning's just getting started to go for another surf and, you know, you get to come in just seeing smiling faces because everyone's just stoked. Um, and, you know, because there's AC. <laughs> right, yeah, you don't <laughs> want to come like, back to things like, like there's AC, you don't have yeah. to worry about mosquitoes, you know, biting the, crap out of you and uh, so yeah some of those amenities are great and then you know you spend the whole day doing oh let's go check out a waterfall let's go do this this and that all right and so you're, you're hitting on a couple of different things first of all you go to costa rica so for us it's like three hour flight or something right. like that what's your um sort of like radius or for driving from there how far out will you go? We've we've pushed it with Gigi when she was just like four months, and then again four when she months. was eight months. Yeah, four. She was actually in Costa Rican waters before she was in our local waters. <laughs> That's funny. I had her on a boogie board for four months. That. Yeah. Um, but uh, we pushed it a little bit. I'm 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 blessed and thankful that Gigi's such a great traveler that she's since she was born she's always been kind of just like easy goes and just kind of cruises with things. So, but we had like you know it was back then it was a little bit of a hike because we had 
you know, the car seat, the baby stroller, like all my surf trips were completely different. Also, it's like board bag and like all of a sudden, like baby everything bag. else. Yeah, yeah, everything else that goes. Because then at the same time, you're bringing baby formula because, you know, she was particular. And then you're, uh -huh. you got the diapers and all that other stuff. And you have to bring that stuff. And that's bulk. It's like two bags worth already on yeah. its own. Yeah, like, I can just pack all these right. diapers on my right. boards. And right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Yeah, it helps out. Um, but we pushed it. We went from like Guanacaste up north all the way down to Manuel Antonio, pretty far south. Wow. You know, and that's like a six hour hike With the easy. Baby? Yeah, it's a six hour hike yeah. easy. So, uh, but I think, you know, like for us, it was like just timing it, like even traveling in the air. It was like, all right, let's time her bottle for the moments that we are uh, mm -hmm. uh, lifting off as well as landing uh, for, you know, about, you know, for her ears and stuff like that. Um, you know, it's six hour drive let's go ahead and break that up into a couple two hours you know where we stop somewhere for lunch and we hang out stretching this and that and then we go back in mm -hmm. you know so it's just being a little bit more mindful uh, for the family in that sense um i think that goes for every surf trip though because even with like some of the folks that i've traveled with no one's traveled with babies but it's still like there's babies in the group that right. are just like Wait a minute, we gotta go two hours. I'm not driving two more hours. You're like, all right, yeah. We're gonna stop this one beach, we're gonna like surf, and then like get you some lunch. Right. And like, it's the same sort of like, you need to know who you're traveling with and what they're capable of handling to do what it is that you're out there to do. Yeah. And so like, going to El Salvador was, like we said, 40 minutes do from the you, airport. Do you, do you try to like uh, vet people before that? Yes, like someone that's absolutely. never maybe been that, where you're just like, take them to Fort Pierce like, first. You're just like, let's see what you're like. Honestly, you should on like any trip, like regardless absolutely. of like surf trip or not. Like if you're traveling with someone, you need to know like what their capacity is because like, I don't, in my mind, I'm like, there are days where you don't have, like if you're trying to get somewhere, then you're eating gas station food or whatever right. food in the car on the way and like, you know, getting there in a matter of half a day or however quickly you right. can. As quickly as you can. As quickly as you can, like with, a, I mean, consideration right. for your bodily functions, but like that's but just basically barely. it. Like no comfort <laughs> involved. There's <laughs> a bottle. Yeah. So it's a right. Bottle it's and like, it's we, really we, frustrating. We already pulled over to pee four hours ago. What the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, yeah. Are you serious? Like I had seven lattes. And <laughs> traveling. To drive. Yeah. Can I please pull over? It's like, oh, let's pee while you're driving. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that, I think this that road is really bumpy. <laughs> but yeah, you should know like what kind of trip you're trying to take, right? With that, who? That exactly is the point. So of this, what, like surf, yeah, summer what surf is, trip. What like, is the point of the trip? Um, are you really like stoked on surfing the first day you're there? Mm -hmm. Because I mean, right? Most some of the time are. Everyone is, and then yeah. some are like me, where I'm just like. I could just go ahead and get to wherever I'm at. If it's kind of like there's the ability to, to go ahead and surf just before dark, I'm at a point where if I just traveled a bunch, I'm like, you know what? I'll just have a rum and ginger and just kind of enjoy the sunset, appreciate the waves coming oh, through. Lord. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm like, um, could you hit the gas a little the harder? Water. Because no. there's like yeah. 42 and a half minutes right. until sunset, which gives me another 12 minutes of light, and it's going to take another... 38 minutes and I'm already screwing the fins into my board so <laughs> if you I'll surf two ways if you can just go fast <laughs> about, probably about last year when I went to Costa Rica uh, last and Ami was there with his family and whatnot um, he kept it you know he was full grom and like you know surf this that like in the mornings and I was just on a casual like sipping my coffee I'm just taking it in. and for me it was it was an opportunity to adjust my timing with the rest of the world like the world has its demands right and every different level like yeah I need it yesterday I need this tomorrow I need this now whatever the case is and it's so easy to get caught up in that process and and, and it builds anxiety in you and I got to do this and whatever and, and you know sometimes if you just stop you realize that all that isn't really necessary like a, a simple apology or this or that well it can extend things a little bit longer and with Ami it's like you know what no I want to just sit here and sip my coffee and watch these ants carrying leaves to wherever they're going. And I just want to kind of get into my own head. And it was one of the slowing, creating my own pace versus right. the pace that was going on around me of what 
all this. And I used to be get sucked up into that energy of just like, you know, and it's just like, and you feel, and then all of a sudden you, I felt like it's always thrown me out of rhythm, you know, and then you, you know, you're trimming high when you should be low, this and that. And then all of a sudden you have a bad session. You're like, wow, I should have just been on my own, my own path, you know, and my own pace and stuff like that. So for me, like in situations like that, of getting to certain places, I gauge it, right? If I'm hyped for it, then awesome. But I like, I've, I've stopped, making myself feel bad for not uh, following through on something like that where it's like dude you just got here you haven't surfed in such a long time look there's ways it looks really fun you should do this and it's just like oh, you know what it's like an hour left I got the fam here we just got here as long as we just drove for four hours we're just gonna go you give me anxiety right yeah now. that is like, I'm, so... like, I'm, like, I'm like what's up what's <sighs> up we just walked up and go out quickly quickly it's getting dark but it also depends on, like that's exactly what we're talking about right like uh, what type of surf trip are you trying to take are you trying to take a surf trip where you can like I'm taking really, one of those surf trips like, right? You're also like, taking a vacation, right? right? Like you're on a I have to remind myself but you're like relaxing too, right? So like you yeah, don't right. want to like be on, I get it. Like you're like, oh, I'm on 100% business mode all the time when I'm in Miami running my shop and whatever. When I go on vacation, I want to like take a minute Chill. to breathe right. and be with my family. But I'm trying to practice that whatever. in life in general, not just on trips. Right, yeah. Where I'm kind of like, e- even with just when Gigi was born four years ago, like there was... I think any of us could work from sun up to sundown and then some. You right. know, there's enough work out there and whatever it is that you're doing that whether it's you're doing stuff physically all day and then afterwards there's computer work that you could be doing or you're doing computer work all day and all night. Like there's plenty of work to be done. Um, but I, I made a conscious effort and unfortunately, you know, or fortunately, whatever you want to look at it, it you know, it's maybe hindered a little bit my, my work life with people and I apologize plenty of people like, hey, I'm kind of catching up and whatnot. But for me, the, the moments that I get to spend with Gigi, right, I'm going to remember those moments that I spend with Gigi that I might have blown off an email or doing some work. Right. I'm going to remember that more than that person that's 3,000 miles away that's expecting something that doesn't get it tonight and gets it tomorrow. But like, I'm not gonna remember you <laughs> yeah. years from now. I'm not, I'm sorry, it's all my accounts, I'm not. And yeah. at the end of the day, the, the, the moments that I have with my daughter are gonna outweigh that. Right. And I, those moments become fleeting as they get older and so stuff like that. So the question is, like, the way you feel about that like guy with the account that you're like, oh, that email can be answered tomorrow. But what you're also saying is like, you feel that way about a wave now too. Like you're like, oh, I could go surf this wave right now, but I could yeah. also like, chill with my kid yeah. and then go surf this wave tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So like what you're really saying go on. Yeah. <laughs> is like what this conversation has really become about is like being a surfer without kids versus like a surfer with a kid. Oh, I don't think that's it at all. I don't have kids what? and I don't, I, none that I know of and then. But you're uh, saying you, ch- um, you still chase waves like you're like, oh, I need to surf right now yeah. immediately. Right. Where Chris is like being like, oh, I have like, I yeah, want to chill with my like, fam at the hotel for a couple my hours. My version of that has like turned down so much since like, when you were younger. <sighs> like, but there's also to be said like I could surf uh, five uh, waves instead of fifty. Again, like going back to like an Ami example from last year, and you know, See, Ami's, Ami like, surfed when he was wait, younger. I'm like, give me whatever wave, I will ride a ripple. I will be there four hours. It's ankle high, like. Get me there now. Been surfing since I was 11. <laughs> I I'm 43. Enough. That's 32 years. Yeah, it's a whole. Versus other someone world. that might be just surfing for a couple years, I've surfed. Like I've been blessed. I've I've surfed from living in Hawaii to surfing, you know, Central America and everything else. And I've surfed, you know, like I've surfed. Like right. I get it. Like I enjoy surfing. I want to continue to enjoy surfing. But I think I've gotten to a point where like I'm just gonna enjoy things, surfing and everything else, at my pace. Uh, what and how I want to do it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, versus that there's other people like that. Our new art <laughs> might be, yeah, might be green in surfing, might be new to it. That so, the stoke uh, is we very need that coast. Yeah. yeah, I know. Wait, uh, so what do we take here? So no thank you surfing? What's going on here? Yeah. It's, it's your welcome surfing. I feel you. I'm living the same way. I don't... But you're king of the, like, prime window yeah well that that's that's like a different thing like i don't need to surf for four hours i'll just surf for the best 40 minutes that's 
insane to me. And I <laughs> well, well being, being a South Beach surfer, it's 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 life. You know, yeah, but there's, Brad there's, like sits watching the waves. He and then he's like, oh, yeah, but he's also he's got day. an opportunity that most people don't. He lives right, right on, on the, the bridge. Beach, yeah, you know, and his work is either at his house or down the street. You know, so it's within that proximity. There's a reason he doesn't drive. There's a reason why, mm. you know, he orders his uh, food to his house and stuff like that through the so shopping keep cart. That Hawkeye on oh no! The it, but it, no, it's <laughs> that he has everything encapsulated within what makes no, him happy. Sick. Right there on the beach and everything else. So he's able to do that. It's the same thing with having the shop. The opportunity to be able to jump on the surf yeah. because the shop is right on the beach like this versus anybody else might be working. Like all of a sudden it's like, shit, I gotta go home. I gotta grab my board, board I gotta yeah. do this. And it's like, Two fuck, do I, do I leave? Right, because of traffic and stuff. Or and then you miss that window. Because yeah. that window is very much the incoming tide. You got 45 minutes to an hour. And, uh, and then you time it with like, oh, yep. the wind's kind of laid down or there might be a little you know, squall that comes through, blah, blah, blah. And there's been plenty of misto surf that comes through here that I only the far missed, few. I haven't missed a swell in five years. Yeah. Not one. So, but it, but you every you, I, and then you either live your life like that waves pretty much for those yeah and th that's exactly the the difference is like you're saying is it's not the two hour drive from downtown to Kendall Kendall to South Beach yeah which is the majority yards. of people you know the majority yeah. of people live off the island you know and they live on mainland and God knows I mean in the old shop when we had plenty of space. How many boards did I hold for people? You know, yeah. I have yeah. just in case. Right, I have plenty of boards for people and stuff like that because it's there's that you know that that relief in knowing that you know if you wanted to go surf you didn't have to go through this through this through this. It's like mm -hmm. straight to the beach boards there. You know, yeah, borrow uh, board right or leave go, my whatever, board at whatever, the whatever. shop. Right. So, you know, um, perspective. It's all about perspective. I think that, that's good. that I think is really like what is most important coming back. Tying back into the topic of like taking your surf trip to Central America, what's important to you? What's important to the people you're going with? And then and how aligned is that? If you yeah. get a spot like Michantes where we were there, Brad can quit surfing when it's time for breakfast, and I can go until the wind's been on it for 45 minutes and my nipples are bleeding yeah. <laughs> because I've never seen waves like this before and I don't know how to get out but the reason we could do that was because it was a walk from where we were staying to the break right. yeah, so versus, versus like, like all of a sudden you guys are going in the everybody the doesn't have to be yeah. on the right. same sudden, page right. no, also yeah. how huge. long are you there for Super helpful. like if you only have four or five days out of your summer like maybe you don't want to go to Costa Rica and drive you know, six however, hours. six hours to the break. Maybe you want to go to El Sal and and go forty minutes. And be there for the and most. And stay of the time. where you can walk to the water. To the break and two it's a big, minutes. It's a big Don't consideration. have to coordinate with everybody. How much luxury do you want? Um, how big of the group you're going? Do you need, excuse me, to be mobile to go from here to there? Like these are all really big considerations. Mm -hmm. These are the things that make make or break trips. And like you mm -hmm. asked before, like, do you like vet people? It's like, absolutely. Dude, I've gone on trips with best friends of mine mm -hmm. where we are fighting on day three. Right, yeah. And it's one of the, and it was, it was a situation where we are, the house that we're staying at isn't on an immediate break. And there's like a cool little break over here, or we all oh, get in the car and we go yeah. over here. And it's one of those things where you kind of almost, we almost would have, should have been at a spot where it's like, you could have just walked out and surf right there for that person so and if somebody wants to jump over. in the car or whatever it's just one of those like all right well i'm gonna go down and surf i'm still kind of like you know relaxing when we need to finish my breakfast or whatever and be like no, so the person now. that wants to go is just like no we're going i'm gonna go so if you want to go you're gonna have to walk and then you're just like well f you bro why do i have to walk why don't you walk i'll take the car down there and i'll meet you afterwards and, and so yeah like all those have things you guys have been be on surf trips together you too uh, up coast? No, like out of the country, no. like Brad and Chris. I was I was gonna try to make it on there because uh, I'm like I'm seeing really conflicting ideologies here about like what. <laughs> like I feel like Brad saying? would be the one like no we're going surfing now and Chris is like I just want to finish my cereal. Bro. No, <laughs> it's funny you say that though because I take forever. Like, Miguel, oh really? Miguel and I uh, taking a bunch of trips and Miguel is like. 
person. Uh, oh, like he's the worst. <laughs> worst. I've traveled him all the time because he's like the worst and the best at the same time. He's a savage, you know? So savage. Yeah. So we'd be like, all right, uh, we're gonna surf early. And we're like, yeah, of course, we're gonna surf early. And he's like, all right, I'm gonna set the alarm for 4.30. I'm like, it's not light out until six. <laughs> what are you setting the alarm for 4.30 in the morning for? And he's like, cause you take a while, so yeah, going. And I'm like, you're right. All right, fine. Four thirty, seven. I'll wake up because the alarm goes off, and it'll be three forty-five. I'm like, what? You wanted to make sure. What in the actual hell are you doing? He's like, you take a while. I was like, right. But you said that you were saying for four thirty, and I like mentally prepared for four thirty. Now I'm exhausted. Yeah. Now you like totally screwed my whole thing up. Like, why did you set it for three forty-five in the morning? Like, I haven't even slept yet. I'm like still finishing this beer, bro. <laughs> I'm like, I know. I was like, my beer is so cold, and you have the alarm going yeah. off, you jerk. <laughs> Coffee's not even served for two hours. I think Kim and I literally serve. thought about doing that. She once, we were like going to go up to Fort Pierce. We were like, oh, it's that seems like Brad wants to go or something. And then he's like, you were like, what time are you going? And we told you half an hour earlier because we knew oh, that yeah. you would take I knew that you did that. I know that, too. I know what you guys are doing, all right? I'm a smart enough guy, and I've been around the block enough times to know that people are lying about when they're supposed to be ready. We live in Miami. You have to lie yeah. about that at least extra half hour. Listen, I, listen, that's why the door hours are what they are here at the shop. It's 10-ish to 7-ish. It's like, yeah, let's give us the, the benefit. The, benefit the, 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 at least a 15-minute window. At least. <laughs> so that, those, that's trips, right? So that's yeah. how we go into trips. So one of the topics that we had kind of coming up afterwards was water quality. Let's save it. You want to save it? I want to save it. Okay, we'll okay. do it another time. I'll save it. All right, we'll go ahead and wrap it up with the uh, Tune in the next trip. time for water quality. Uh -huh. Yeah, water quality is a big thing. Hopefully it's good then, because it's good now. I don't know. That is actually good. We just checked the yeah. waters out. Locally, okay. all the beaches around here, from here all the way up to Sunny Isles, are good. With the exception of uh, 93rd Street and Surfside was a little moderate, but still not so bad. Um, typically, water quality around here in these local parts gets a little off when we have rain events which we have had yeah it's that it's been time of year pouring for so, a week straight last couple days have been a little drier yeah so, uh testament as and to why dry for the until like next future. week it seemed like next tuesday or wednesday or so oh, it starts yeah. to pick up and get at least a little bit more increase in, in the rain but yeah bradley why don't you walk us out of this today is june 21st Summer solstice, first day of summer. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's why it was so freaking hot outside. Jesus. <laughs> it only Yo, it's going to get worse from here, guys. <laughs> I know. It's just starting. God. Just to be positive. Nobody wear jeans for the rest of the summer. Season two, episode three, talk story. Out of uh, the new and improved first surf shop. That's here right. In South Beach, sure Miami, Florida, USA. Dot, 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 dot. I'm Brad Wills. Christian Delagrecia. Sherry. The back of Caleb's head. You're welcome. <laughs> there he is. Uh, thanks for joining. We'll see you next time. Uh, yeah. The jazz voice came in. So damn smooth. <laughs> smooth jazz. We'll see, we'll see you next smooth time, guys. <laughs> yes.